I was able, I, I was at a point where, in Washington, where I could observe the highway and and there was a turn in the road and as far as I could see, there were buses coming into Washington. It was the most amazing experience. As far as you could see, there were buses loaded with people from all over the country coming into Washington, D.C. It was just unbelievable. So tell me about that day. What do you remember about that day, the day of the march? Well, I just remember it was a beautiful day. It was a joyous day. Everybody was happy. Uh, none of us knew what to expect, and there were all the leaders up there on the mon- at the monument, at the podium, and um, the NAACP was there. The Urban League was there. I mean, leadership. And there was a lot of trying to, folk trying to get positions and all like that, and a strict going over of speeches to make sure that the wrong thing wasn't said and the administration had its people there ready to pull the microphone plug if they didn't like what was being said. Um, and there was a writing and rewriting of speeches of some of the minor players like uh, John Lewis and the NAACP leader, um, and the Urban League leader, they were all vying for position and getting their little Now, hardly anybody can remember what those leaders said, but they do remember, I have a dream. It was just, now I was way down the mall someplace, and I, the best I could do was get up in a tree. That was before the days that you had big screen television um there was a public address system in use up and down the mall, um, but it, it, it people, it was just a happy day, and we endured all of the speeches leading up to Dr. King, and wonder, well, what can he say? Well, I'm telling you, he just mesmerized the audience. It, he electrified the audience. And when he got to the I, I, I have a dream portion, there was a rhythm to it. And it, when he got into the rhythm, the people all throughout the mall got into the rhythm with him. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have, and he was saying something. Uh, so it was just a wonderful, wonderful spiritual experience. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification. One day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. As you left the mall, what did you take away from the day? Well, the thing I took away from the day was just a day of joy, a day of happiness, a day that we were Negroes in that day. day, You know, we're black folk now. But it was just a feeling that Negroes had arrived, and at least for that day, we felt like human beings there on the mall. 
Um, it was just almost an indescribable kind of an experience. Something just like electricity going through a crowd. Now, I was a long way away from the monument steps, but I felt very close to everybody around me. They felt close to me. It was a beautiful day, but it was a day when we were given a moment of relief from the daily burden of racial segregation. Did you know that that day was going to be a moment in history? Not at all, including, I mean, just as the day in Detroit. I had no idea how that day would figure into the day at Washington and, and how that day in Detroit, Dr. King was using basically the outline of a speech he would give several weeks later in Washington, D.C. I had no idea. But after the Washington experience, it all came together, and you could see how the hand of God was moving, even though no one had planned it that way. Um, it, it was as if it had all been planned well in advance with Detroit speech um, being a tryout for what would come later, and what came later in the I Have a Dream speech was not the Detroit speech. It was the Washington speech, and it wasn't the speech which Dr. King had written, but it was the speech that the Lord put into his mouth that day, and he delivered it so that the thousands of us who were way out in the mall felt a sense of electricity going through the audience, and we walked away saying, I have a dream, a dream that's going to come true. But none of us had any inkling of what was yet to come. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old Negro spiritual, free at last, free at last, 